Welcome to the Garbage Fire Podcast, aka MFKS Radio, on the airwaves dial at 487.52. Your pod is hosted by Kelsey and Megan, who are both in a state. The Garbage Fire Podcast is all about being unironically passionate to the point that you would dive into the dumpster for the things that you love. <sighs> Hello! Hello! It's been so long. It has. It's been like four weeks. Four solid weeks. Mm-hmm. It's a long time. It is. We did see each other's faces once. Yeah, that's true. That was that was fun in a parking lot, in a movie theater, and then a parking lot. It was very strange. Oh, <laughs> went to see uh, Solo with Reba and um, get this like, was it? It was an Instagram video call. It was. Like, what the fuck is she doing? I just was like, no. <laughs> I just assumed it was by mistake, and then he did it again. I was like, oh, that wasn't by mistake. But Reba and I were like still in the theater watching the credits. There was of course nothing after the credits, but no. like. We were just watching and listening just to the theme music or whatever and talking to Kelsey and then all of a sudden we like walked out into the sunshine and we could see her. <laughs> <laughs> it was, I would say, crushing for me because I tried to call three people and no one answered. And I was like, I just need to talk to someone other than my husband, so please pick up. Um, so we did. We had a nice little chat. It was weird. It was weird because it's just like... It's nighttime for you, and <laughs> I just woke up. Yeah, like, it was, like, yeah, it was, like, 5 o'clock in the afternoon yeah. for us, and you had, like, just gotten up. It was, a, it was a weird time. So. Time. Kept saying it. Yeah. Over and over to Chris. Fuck time. <laughs> I hate time so much. <laughs> Especially yesterday. So, um, I was just thinking when you said, when you said it's been, like, four weeks or whatever that we hadn't seen each other, that was, like, last summer. So was. Was last summer longer? I think it was because you were gone for like because I was gone for the whole month, yeah. And you were gone right before I left. Yes. So we did like some. That's when we did the mockingbird, and then we like did the one like Skype. Where was I? We went to a wedding, didn't you? I think. Oh, I had three weddings, right? And I was in Jamaica, right? Yeah, and then you were you came back, but I was already gone, and then I didn't come back for like a month, and it was just a lot. It was. Yeah, because usually like we see each other once a week. Sometimes more. Yeah. 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 So it was it was a long time. It was a long time. But you had an adventure? I did. How was it? It was wonderful. It was just so, so good. People keep asking me, like, what are the highlights and what are the lowlights? And, like, the lowlights list is so small. Like the kangaroo stealing your food? That was a highlight, man. Please. (laughs) (laughs) It was a memory made. Uh, Lowlights, if we're on that track, would be Canberra Forever. Don't go to Canberra. There's nothing in Canberra. It's... So, so that's why you brought me a magnet from there? Well, the magnet was cool. And the museum was cool, but that's it. Um, it's a town that has no personality. It's the capital, right? It's a government-planned city. It, like, Is it like Washington, D.C. in that way? That it's like, I've never been to Because that's what I hear about D.C. Like, there's cool museums, but there's nothing. not a lot else. There's no culture okay. other than the museums, which is an oxymoron in itself right but is absolutely true uh also fuck melbourne (laughs) there's nothing in melbourne either okay um and just fuck gas prices over there yeah we have no right to complain about gas prices here at all nope I looked at a goddamn Edmonton Sun this morning. I don't know why. I'm jet lagged. Don't question me, people. And it said, like, small businesses angry about the price of gas. Like, I paid 
2.30 in New Zealand, you guys. Mm-hmm. Don't complain. Mm-hmm. I know. And cost of living over there is a lot. But other than that, like, that's it. Yeah. It's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. It's just, like, unbelievable. Yeah. And it was wintertime. And it was wintertime. But not not a fuck winter coming from me because no. their winter is pretty damn great. I think if you li- I had a friend who lived in Australia for like six years because she went to school and then and to, to do physiotherapy and then she like worked there for a while mm-hmm. and then they came home um, when she was pregnant because they didn't want to have the baby in Australia. Yeah. So they came home. She was like six months pregnant. Um, Fuck that! Those flights would fucking suck. <laughs> being six months pregnant. Well, they I'm couldn't negative wait any... pregnant, and I did not like it. <laughs> negative, <at> <laughs> negative pregnant. <laughs> but like, they couldn't wait any longer, right? Because of you know, yeah. there was going to be a point at which she wasn't going to be able to fly anymore. So, but I remember the uh, the first winter. That was what they said is like because they left in like November. Yeah. Right, and so they got Perfect down there, and it was timing. like in summertime, and you uh, know whatever. But like the first winter, and they were living in Brisbane. Um, and so the first winter... Brisbane? Great town. They, no fucking Brisbane. But, like, fuck Brisbane? <laughs> <laughs> but they, like, they, they really liked the weather that first winter because, like, it's kind of like Canadians going to, like, Palm Springs in the wintertime. Whereas, like, if you're used to it, it's probably not as warm as you think it is. But, like, that, so for that first winter for them, they were just like, oh, this is great. And they'd be yeah. wearing, like, you know, like, light little sweaters and whatever. But by the second winter... And they were, they like, weak. legitimately acclimatized. It wasn't that they got weak, but you just get used to it. And so, like, you start to yeah. recognize that, like, 20 degrees when summer is, like, 40 yeah. isn't really all that warm. Mm-hmm. Right? In comparison. Oh, for sure. Right? And so, like, you just sort of sure. get used to that, like... Like, when we landed in Sydney, it was, like, 18 degrees. Sydney was, by far, I think, the... I really like Sydney. Really like Brisbane. But I'd for sure live in Sydney because it's gorgeous. Um, and Uh it, we were there for four days and it's just like negative 0.01% of that city was explored. Like it's so, so wonderful. And we just, I immediately felt like I got soft because it's just like, we're walking around and I had a toque on and I had (laughs) two pairs of pants and I felt like I was fucking freezing the whole time. Yeah. I was like, but conceptually 19 degrees is not cold no no but it's just a different it's just a different type of climate there well it's like when i lived in ireland um the winter never got cold the coldest it got the whole time i was there was like minus two Mm -hmm. like one day and people lost their goddamn minds yeah um but there was a like i was like oh it won't be that bad but there was a point that like seven degrees in rain for three weeks straight it's cold yeah it gets when it gets rainy and that's what we super discovered in new zealand is that a, we don't get rain there. <laughs> they get rain in New Zealand. <laughs> it's not like rain here. No. But it chills you to the goddamn uh-huh. bone, man. But I still felt weak because, again, wearing <laughs> three beers of pets, two sweaters, my duke. I didn't put my gloves on, and I was a little bit proud of that. But could not warm up and yep. felt soft because people there, when it's 12 degrees, and it's quite cold because it's rainy and and windy and stuff like that they're walking around in friggin flip flops and shorts mm-hmm. and a t-shirt mm-hmm. and I just felt so ashamed that's kind of like us in the spring <laughs> but it's like us in the springtime right like with that first like 15 degree day we're <laughs> fucking pumped <laughs> where everyone is just like shedding their 900 <laughs> layers so like I get it I understand 
I felt that when I came here, because last night our travel home was like 28 hours. It was... So how long was July the 30th for you? Oh, God. Technically, 36. (laughs) So it was... We kept... I was in four countries yesterday, and we kept landing, and it kept being the time that we left the place we landed. And I was just like, stop it. I fucking ate time. Um, but it was so long, and I just felt so fucking awful. But we camped for so long. Uh, like, we camped all of New Zealand, and then we camped once in, uh, or no, we camped it all in Australia, and we camped once in New Zealand, and it got so cold at night that we were both like, fuck camping, we're just gonna do Airbnbs for the <laughs> next seven days. But it got so cold that, like, I just stopped shaving my legs and armpits. <laughs> we had hot showers, like, kind of, like, every second day. Yeah. And that is so not the space that I live in as a person. Yeah. So I got home last night, had a great hour-long bath, exfoliated everything. <laughs> like, shaved everything. And just felt like I weighed two pounds less. <laughs> which is significant because, I'm, as I told my friend Larissa... Coming home a little more juicier and the caboosier <laughs> than I was when I left. <laughs> I see. Uh, that was a lot of information. It was a lot of information. I don't know what I started with. I don't know either. I don't know what the We're talking about was. the weather, and then all of a sudden you're two pounds lighter. Like, I don't oh know. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking jet lag, man. It's the worst. <laughs> oh no, I asked how long your travel day was. Oh yeah. Yeah. Short answer, 36 hours. That's funny. I remember when I, f- I remember flying back from Sydney, and we flew from Sydney to Honolulu to Vancouver to here, mm-hmm. and we landed in Honolulu at like 11 o'clock at night the day before we left oh my in God. Sydney, which is just like a total mindfuck, because oh, you're like, fucking worst. what? People kept asking me, like, because I activated my data when I was over there, because we needed like maps, and we needed Airbnbs, and camping booking and all that shit. We just needed like the possibility for internet all the time. And so I got to like keep in touch with people, which made me much less homesick yes. than my husband because he only had Wi-Fi to like chat with people that he knew. And we didn't always have Wi-Fi. But again, I forget the question. Where was I going with this? Um, I don't know. Fuck. Something about time. And people kept asking Oh, yes, you. yes, yes. So every time I talk to someone... Everyone always asks me, like, what time is it? What day is it where you are? Yeah. And it's an easy equation because Australia's home is eight hours ahead but a day behind. And New Zealand is six hours ahead but a day behind. Okay. Every time people ask me that question, couldn't figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> Especially what day it was. Yeah. Because, A, I'm not working, so time does not matter <laughs> to me at all. It is Tuesday, I believe. You Maybe? know I wouldn't know. I don't know. And B, I could not, for the life of me, figure out time. Just wouldn't work. It was Tuesday. Yes, Tuesday. <laughs> Nailed it. Um, so, that, but that's funny that you say that about that. Because, like, when you're traveling, and then if you don't have somewhere, like, the only time whenever I travel that I really, like, know is when I have to go somewhere else. Yes. Right? Like, when I have yes, a reservation yes, yes. or whatever, like, you have to be somewhere, that's when I know. But, like, if I'm somewhere for, like, a week... I don't know what fucking day it is. No. I don't know what's going on. No. Went to Hawaii for a friend's wedding one summer a few a few years ago and like the wedding was on Thursday. So like mm-hmm. we knew but like I don't know. 
Oh, for sure. It was Tuesday. I thought it was Monday. Whatever. Like, it didn't matter because there was nothing going on that, like, required us to be in a particular place. Yeah, absolutely. And for us, we had, like, flights to certain places at certain times. Like, we flew into Sydney. We were going to fly out of Melbourne 16 days later. That's all we had. Right. So we had a vehicle rental and we just fucking went. That's awesome. And it was just, like, a shock to the system. That's for sure. (laughs) Oh, fuck. What was the best thing that you saw or did? Oh, there's so many good things. It's just, like, it's so hard to make a list. We were trying to make lists yesterday, and I couldn't I couldn't decide. Um, we, well, for me, for sure, at the top would be Hobbiton, because that was just, oh, it was so good. And pay the extra money and do the lunch tour or the dinner tour. It's so um, but that was really cool. I went whale watching for the first time. Nice. Fucking love whales. Cried. It was beautiful. Loved it. Fantastic. Went to sports games. We went to a super rugby league game. We went to an Aussie Rules football game. We stood outside some netball courts and watched girls play netball. Netball's a weird sport. <laughs> it's so weird. Um, that was all really good. Fuck. What? Oh, the kangaroo in Koala Park. Yeah? That was amazing. When I talked to you, Reva said it, like, was so relaxing. My Instagram stories are just been Yes, kangaroos. yes. And I just want to be back in that headspace forever. It was just so good. It was just so wonderful. It's hard. And I have a terrible memory, so that's, like, all I can think of right now. But the list is endless. Every single day was something amazing. That's good. Would you do it again? A hundred percent. It was so funny because we went to Australia first. I thought Australia was amazing. We drove some days, like, eight hours and would be, like, a fucking fraction of the distance to the place we wanted to go to because it's fucking big that country yeah. and I was like it's beautiful the winter is beautiful um, especially Sydney was just so clean just so clean and I was just like wow this like gross we should move here I kept telling him we should move here and then we go to New Zealand and when you get to New Zealand you're like Australia's a fucking dump compared to New Zealand. <laughs> it is so beautiful. It is so British. Yeah? It's, Much more so than Australia? Oh, God, yes. Interesting. So British. And so much cleaner, too. And it was just so lovely. And over there, the roads are impeccable quality because they don't have winter like us. And it was just such an, an interesting experience to drive on the left-hand side of the road for a month and then get home and on my way here (laughs) when you're driving on the other side of the road you're in the right position in the car and the gas pedal and brake are the same so that doesn't switch but your signal and your wipers are switched they're opposite so here our wipers are on the right and our signals is on the left. I cannot fucking tell you how hard that was to learn. 
The turning, so easy. Yeah. It's brilliant. It's so safe. It makes so much sense once you've done it. And they've got traffic circles everywhere, which yeah. means everything, it's so fast to get to everything. Yeah. It's so amazing. Yeah. But that fucked me up so bad, and it fucked Chris up all the time. Then I get home, and Megan, I counted. There are eight turns to get me from my house to your house. Yep. I... It's, and it's like seven minute drive. It's not a long drive. It's not a long drive. I either moved the wipers or touched the wiper lever instead of the signal lever six out of the eight times today. It's just, oh God, it's hard to shake that out of you once you've been going for a month. Yeah, I believe that. I believe that. Yeah, I was going to ask how long, like if you like drove on the wrong side of the road, like turned into the wrong lane when you were coming over here. Uh, no, it was, yeah, it's just this, and every time I did it, <laughs> I think I'd signaling, my fucking wipers would go, and I'd be like, fuck, I get so mad at myself. Oh, it's so stupid. <laughs> it's so stupid. <laughs> That's funny. But, like, you didn't find, it wasn't weird being on the other no, side of the car? No, I didn't at all. It, it, seriously, it's so easy, it's so smart, it's so safe. Like, we didn't see any accidents, and all we did was drive. So is that because, like, is it the city on the other side, like, is it driving on the other side of the road? And being I on think the other it's side driving the on the other side of the road. Because really? everywhere that you have to do the right-hand turn, which yeah. would be the left-hand turn for us, you're crossing lanes, yeah. there is always either a lighted signal for you or a designated lane outside of the rest of traffic okay. to do that so turn. So it's always a turn lane. It's always a turn lane. Gotcha. Or, you know, if you are, like, downtown Edmonton and it's got those, like, transition lanes that are, like, either right or left mm -hmm. for the opposite side. It's just, there's so, so little opportunity for an accident. Yeah. And especially with the traffic circles. Yeah, that's all true. all they do are traffic circles. That's true. It's like that in Ireland, too. Lots and lots of traffic circles. Uh, which is nice. And they still, like, they're in the same direction that we do it. You look to the right. Yeah. And you go when it's safe, too. And everybody knows mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. It's, yeah, it's such a brilliant system. Yeah. It, yeah. Whereas here, like, the traffic circles are a novelty. Mm hmm And that's why people fuck them up. And especially because I All saw for gas stations, they're usually twinned. So there's one on each side of the road. Right. So there's reducing that opportunity to, like, need to do a right turn and cross oncoming traffic. Yeah, it's so fucking smart. They do a lot of smart things down there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Except that it's very expensive. So. Yeah. But I love how the prices include tax. Yes. So you pay the actual thing. Like, we went for breakfast. Breakfast was so there was one time we went to breakfast and it wasn't like $47. But like my breakfast was $22, Chris's was $23, and we paid $45. Like that's it. Mm -hmm. Which, yeah, is nice. It's all included. I like that in Europe too. Everything was just, here's what you pay. And yeah. you don't have to like do the math. And, mm -hmm. and down there you don't tip because they get paid a living wage. And yeah. that's why everything's what? so fucking expensive. What? But... But they get paid a living wage, and so you're not spending extra money yeah. to tip or whatever, yeah? Yeah. It's crazy, man. It's a different world. But it was a good trip? Loved it. Minus your long travel day yesterday? Yes. <laughs> Which was 
Oh, but... Well, it's always worse, too, when you're coming home. Right? Like, at the end of something. Yeah. Because it's, like, you know, you kind of, like, you're tired from your vacation or whatever, and you want to get home, but then you're, yeah. like, stuck in a fucking airport. Yeah. And, and especially because... Sitting in a metal tube that has no business being in the air. Absolutely. And I felt last night, like, when we finally arrived, my throat just felt so dry. Because you're just, like, breathing in that recycled air all day, and it just feels nasty. Yeah. That's also why I just wanted to, like, scrub down yesterday. Yeah. Get all the plane off of me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I good. understand. It's good to be home. It's just good to be in the same time zone mm-hmm. as everyone. Because fuck time. Yeah, it's it's a weird one, hey? Mm-hmm. Um, so at a trivia the other night, I went to trivia twice last week, um, once on the regular Wednesday and then once on Thursday with some other friends and one of the questions, no, that's a lie. It was at our regular trivia. One of the multiple choice questions was like, which of the following countries has this many time zones? Mm-hmm. One of the choices was China. And I was like, in my head, like logically, I was like, it has to be China. It's so goddamn big. But then I was like, oh no, it is a communist country. There would be no different fucking time zones in China. Is that true? Yes. <gasps> I had no idea. I never would have dawned on like I didn't. I've never really thought about it, but that because it like, gets large, you know. But I was like, because it would make sense that there would yeah. be different time zones. But yeah, there are not different time zones in. Uh... Wow. Was the answer Russia? Yeah. No, it was Mexico. Oh, really? It was one of the choices. Yeah. Oh, yeah, was, like it was just it was a multiple choice. A random yeah. assortment of countries. Yeah, and but yeah, but China was the biggest one. The, the other ones were all really small countries, and I was like, they all have to be like in their own time, you know, whatever. Yeah. But then I was like. We were torn between, like, Mexico and and China. And I was like, well, Mexico, like, it straddles, like, the, these time zones of the states. Like, at least two, maybe three. Yeah. So, like, I would assume. But then I was like, but China, you know? And I was like, no, okay, let's go with Mexico. And we were right because of the... Wow. Right? So weird. Because so, it's huge. Well, it's like, so next, so I'm going on holidays on Friday. Not nearly as exciting as what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> or as what you did. Like, not, not anywhere close. Uh, I'm going to Saskatoon. Oh. And then to Regina. The Canberra of Canada. <laughs> then I'm going to Regina. And then I'm going to go take a little side trip, which I hadn't planned on at first, but I was like, oh, it's only like a four-hour drive. I can do that. To uh, Nipoa, Manitoba, where Margaret Lawrence was born. Uh-huh. I'm going to go to like, the Margaret Lawrence Museum. Love it. Um, I got a postcard from Tasha when she was there. <gasps> cool. This summer, so that was kind of neat. Um, and then I'm going to go to Esteban. Because I'm an auntie who lives there, and then I'm going to go see my other auntie on the farm, and then I'm going to go camping. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'll be gone for, like, two weeks. Um, but we're in the same time zone as Saskatchewan right now, because they don't switch for daylight savings time. Yeah. But I remember, oh, it was probably, like, um, eight years ago, maybe? We went, uh, when my grandma passed away, when we were down for her funeral, and it was, like, kind of early June. Mm-hmm. And the sun was coming up at, like, fucking four o'clock in the morning. And yeah. I was like, why is it coming up so early? But then I remembered that, like same time but so much further east yes so imagine that in china like a whole like that's insane i know it's the same time like i don't know i don't know how that country works um i don't know if it does <laughs> maybe the best answer <laughs> question mark. yeah i don't know and the thing like the hemisphere or like the distance like that's so fucked up too because obviously we're in australia new zealand winter and the sun's so far away so the sun's coming up at like six or seven but it's also setting at like five and that blew yeah it made your days like so short yeah because once it gets dark especially if you're in mountainous reasons like it's dark yeah there is no light 
resonating. Like it is here, especially in winter even. Yeah. Even yeah. though the sun's setting, you still <laughs> see it for a while because there's nothing to prevent you from seeing the sun. Yeah. Like, yeah. oh my god. Yeah. Well, and I found, like, and even now it's noticeable. Like, it's getting darker a lot earlier. Is it? Well, yeah, like, the sun's going down at, like, 9.40 now. But it's so of... north. Yes. Like, I got home last night. And, and the sun's still setting in the north. So it's, it's so yes. north. And it's not, we're at the point now, <laughs> we're at the point now where, like, I think it was yesterday, maybe, where it actually got, like, officially dark for the really? first time since, like, May. Yeah. Fuck, I missed all of our summer. Yeah, I can't believe August is tomorrow. I know. I'm going to fucking white horse. God damn it. When's that happening? Question mark. Okay. All right. Well. <laughs> My husband's going Saturday. I don't know when I'm going. Fun. Fun times. Fun times. Um, yeah. So that's, that was your summer. My summer. I taught summer school for a month mm-hmm. and it was dumb. I don't know why. Like I did. I got paid. I got paid today and I was like, fuck yeah, I did. <laughs> Cause like there was enough money on that, from that paycheck to pay my MasterCard bill from, like, July statement and everything that I have accrued already into Shit. this. And then have money left over. Yeah. And I was like, fucking A, this is great. That's so Because good. always, like, I bought a new camera lens and I went to Calgary for a couple days, like, for the weekend. Mm-hmm. Not this past weekend, but the weekend before. And so I spent some money and whatever. And I booked a place to stay for when I'm in in Nipua, I think, I don't know, maybe I might just carry on to Winnipeg for the night, and we'll see. I haven't decided yet, so I might cancel that. But anyway, whatever. Winnipeg's... I know, but I got friends there, and... I like Winnipeg. It's a nice little city. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, <laughs> so, like, when I got that paycheck this morning, I was like, okay, fine. I'll grumble about summer school until eternity. <laughs> but, Christ, that's a nice paycheck. It is. Because, like, it's good money. And for the last, like, the last week I'll be I'll be like real generous here I'll tell I'll let y'all in on a little secret I worked four and a half hours a day uh-huh. for five days uh-huh. I maybe taught out of those five days so like 22 and a half hours of work I might have taught two hours yeah because we did our film study mm-hmm. which was interstellar and of I don't course. know if you know that it's two hours and 49 minutes long <laughs> <laughs> um and then when we did uh, we talked about like film techniques and whatever so I do a scene study and so then I'll like I pick four different scenes and I show it to them without sound and then with sound so you can pay attention to some of the visual cues whatever whatever um so that was the thing that we did uh they had to make like a, a movie poster like a minimalist movie poster mm-hmm. so that was like quiet time where I didn't have to do anything there was a test didn't have to do anything they wrote an essay didn't have to do anything yeah. uh we did a little bit of review and talked about like the text that we had gone through and what they could write about for their finals and stuff. On Thursday morning, uh, the grade 11s in my class had to write a final exam. No talking. And then in the last bit on Thursday, we talked again about some reading comprehension strategies, and then they did a couple practice things with an answer key. Friday morning, they wrote a reading comprehension. No talking. I put some marks out. Done. Wow. And I made, like, mm, about $1,500 doing that. Yeah. It was pretty fucking sweet. It's nuts, man. Yeah. Even just the summer paychecks that come for teachers... Oh, God, because we get paid two, twice, right? It's, like, the 30th. And then, the, twice on the 30th. Twice on the 30th. And then once on, like, the 6th or the 7th or whatever. Yeah. Oh, shit, did I also get paid on the 6th or 7th? You should have. Oh, boy. That's gonna be real good. And, because uh, EI and CPP are maxed out by the July paycheck. Yes. Then. Then there's <laughs> much less deduction. Yeah, so then the August paycheck, like, my August paycheck was, like, a solid... $600 more than my Shit. um 
than my... Well, I haven't checked, but hopefully I got that third one. Because two weeks into my trip, I realized we were spending about $250 a day (laughs) on food and gas and accommodations. And halfway through, that MasterCard was a real tough bill to swallow. Oh, I bet. And I haven't looked yet again. Don't do it. Um, Don't do it. have to. Not right now. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Don't do it right now. We're recording a goddamn no, I'm podcast. Not do this. <laughs> well, the, the unemployment continues, so I'm gonna have to pay it sometime. Yeah. Well. <sighs> um. But yeah, so that was my that was my July. I didn't do a lot else. That's great, though. It was wonderful. I like, read a bunch of books. Uh huh. I watched all of Parks and Rec in like two and a half weeks. I can't believe you you did it. Well, you were so anti Adam Scott I, for okay. so long. It well, was preventing you from was. even getting into it. Was. It was. So we're gonna talk about. It. We're gonna talk about Excellent. this right now. Can't wait. I still don't like Ben Wyatt. He he did maybe three things in the entire series where I was like, no, you're not a terrible terrible person. I, there was something about him, and it's and it's and it wasn't because it was Adam Scott. I did not like his character. Mm-hmm. His character, especially season one, is just the worst. And I th- it's structured that way to make Chris look really great. Yeah. Because he's energetic and he's oh, fun. He's the best. He's so he's funny. The be- but he makes Ben do everything yeah. awful to them. Yeah. Um, but Ben is sort of set up to be once, like, once that settles down and he, like, stays in Pawnee. Spoilers, I guess, if you no, haven't watched the no. show, I don't care. Screw you. Um, <laughs> okay, I knew how it ended and I never watched it, so whatever. Um... But he was sort of set up to be, like, the gym of the show, and it didn't work. I don't think he's the gym of the but show. But that's, but there's, he, that's how he's, There's that's, not really a straight man, because he's ridiculous. He, well, he's only ridiculous in, like, very, it's just like, just like Jim, in very particular situations, whereas, like, he's, he, but, but he is, he becomes the city manager, and he's, like, he has to do these things. Right. You know, so there's a whole bunch of, but anyway... I just, there was something about him, and it wasn't the Adam Scott of it, because I was just like, whatever, there's other people on the screen, I can deal with this. <laughs> it was it was hard at the beginning, and it was funny, because I'd watched the first season before, and I had forgotten that... Um, He's not in it. Yeah, no, but I'd also forgotten that Anne and Andy were together, were together at the beginning, and I was yeah. like, all right. But then, and it makes no fucking sense. None! Like, what was she doing? I have no Like, idea. she was legitimately dumpster diving. Andy's great in a lot of ways. He is. But not An for Anne Parkins. awful boyfriend for Anne Parkins. Oh, God, yeah. Perfect oh. for April. Yes. Not for Anne. No. So bad. Anyway, so I'd forgotten about that, but then when he, and then I stopped watching it when... He showed up. He showed up. I was like, I can't, I can't handle yeah. his dumb face. And I was like, okay, you have to do this. You just, you have to do this. And so I did. And yeah, and the, the that second season, he's bad, and mm-hmm. he's set up to be bad because Chris is just like insane, yeah. but so fun. Mm-hmm. Like Rob Lowe is unbelievable. He fucking crushes it in that show, and I think he's so so underrated. Oh, for like it. comedically underrated, for yes. sure. So that whatever that happens, and I'm like, okay, fine. But there were points in the show where I was just like, Leslie, we could do better. Really? Yeah. But no one would put up with Leslie's bullshit. Well, then that's the thing. Like, he's perfect for her. Yes. But I still think she could have done better. 
because like he balances out all of her weird crazy mm-hmm. or whatever. The other person who would have a hundred percent been perfect for her, and I was talking to Rafe about this, is Ron. Which was like no, the, it would never have worked. No, but like the two of them and the way that their like dynamic was played out, I was yeah. like, if that had been the option, I was like, I could see that that would have worked out just fine. Um, Fucking Ron, there, <laughs> Ron and his love of Tammies. That's why he could never be with Leslie. His, she's not named Tammy. Oh man, he's just the best. Did you, do you remember the one where he gets back with Tammy? Which is so fucking good because they're married in real yeah. life. And that and makes she's it. She's the best. She Meg is. Molly's great. And it makes it so much more insane. But he goes on a bender with her and he comes back with fucking cornrows and his mustache, the middle of it, is missing. And he says yes. he lost it from fucking Rockford. <laughs> oh my god. It's really great. Oh. It's really, god. really great. It's so good. Um. And it's, it's funny, too, because, like, Tom is super annoying at the beginning. And, like, obviously, like, the character arc or whatever, but, like, uh, Donna was really funny. She's so good whole way through. Yeah. Like, Jerry, she, so good whole well, way through. Well, Jerry and Gary and Terry and Larry. <laughs> and, like, just the whole... And then he finally, they call, finally call, start calling him Gary when, like, Donna puts his name on the name card at her wedding as yeah. Gary. And then, you know, just, like, and then it's, like, right at the end. Yeah. And he's just, like, show. he's such a doormat. But, like, Christy Brinkley... As his, like, the, everything about it is just absolutely fucking insane. Like, it's oh, so great. It's, what a turn. It's just so, so great. And he's so sweet and I know. kind. I know. And then <laughs> he has his heart attack. And he just keeps farting. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> it's really good. It's so good. Did you love Jean-Ralphio? Uh, no, not at all. Oh, I fucking love Jean-Ralphio. No. And, uh, Mona Lisa was worse, so... <laughs> Money, please! <laughs> The worst. Oh my god. Like, good for Jenny Slate, I guess. Like, oh, so but funny. oh, it was just awful. I couldn't. I was like, no, I can't let you do. They're so great. Um, my my sister's favorite episode is the sneak juice one. Yeah. When everyone just gets fucking blotto, which I found out is a term that comes from World War One. Someone learned in. <laughs> in Wellington at the World, World War One Museum. Um, and. Ron gets so drunk and he's got the little hat on. He's just like giggling to himself. Oh god, it's so great. Yeah, no, it's 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 a funny show. Um, I don't I don't know, but the, yeah, I don't know what it was about Ben, but I was just like, I can't. I don't like. Well, him. he doesn't love little Sebastian. That's a fucking horse, man. <laughs> I can't believe you agree with him on that. <laughs> like, I was, like, I mean, I I got it, but I was just like, also, it's a horse. Like, Jesus Christ. Who's <laughs> little? Oh. <laughs> oh like my God. the thing about that joke that would have been so much better uh-huh. is if he had been like a Clydesdale and they had called him Little Sebastian. Mm. That joke would have just been a million times better. Oh God, it's so fucking great! I just cried. <laughs> oh, it's a great joke. I um, personally like. I don't think Little Sebastian is as amazing as that, but it's just like, it's so cute! It's just a little horse! You can fit in your pocket. Oh, man. His mane is so perfect. Doesn't it usually have, like, a little saddle, too? I think so. It's so cute! <laughs> uh-huh. I was a little too aggressive on the back. <laughs> Anyways, that was the thing that I did with my time over the last couple of weeks. Excellent. Um, and, uh, it was, I don't know, it was, it was, it was entertaining, but there were things about it where I was just kind of like, meh. 
But I think that's probably the same with... It probably could have stopped after six and just been done. Yeah. And the seventh was very much... It's very rushed. very shoehorny. Yes. Right, and trying to, like, fit in, all close off all these story arcs and stuff, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Um, I did really super enjoy the genesis of um, Ron and Leslie's fight. Yeah. Um... But what I like about, and this, I think this is the thing, and what I like about Ron is, like, he has feelings, but he does not like to show them, like, in any capacity, and I don't know if that reminds you of anybody, but I was like, <laughs> I can I can empathize with that. But, like, when they talked about why, when they finally, they, like, got locked in the office. Yeah. And, like, when they had to stay. And that they, episode's like, fucking insane. Oh, my And they, like, redecorated everything the way that it was. Oh, and then, anything to avoid talking. Yeah, it's like, like he pulls anything. the fire alarm and has to wear, like, Keith's, like, um, yoga. Oh, man. Billy Eichner, phenomenal. So good. Every time he opened his mouth, I was just waiting for him to yell. Like, yeah. it was, and then he did every time, and it was not disappointed. It was perfect. But that episode when they talked about, like, the genesis of that fight, and, you know, Ron was, like, asking Leslie for advice, and she, like, had to bail on lunch because when she forgot to tell him, mm-hmm. and then he just, like, and got mad, it. and that yeah. was it, and I was like, respect, I understand that, I would do the same thing. <laughs> it's <laughs> so funny to him that- Like, I needed you, and you, were, you, you weren't there, and yes. you were dead to me. Yes. Yeah. And for him, of all the insane things that Leslie has done, and they are insane. <laughs> yes. Insane. That's what he considers a betrayal. Yes. Which is so interesting for his character. Yes. That the, the he took it so personally yeah. and so like, um, but yeah, And that demonstrates was, like what she means to him. Yeah. Yeah. And so also good. I found I don't know if this is going to be an unpopular opinion. I don't know because I don't I didn't watch the show very much when it was on and so whatever. I thought that like Leslie and Anne's friendship like, I know it's very over the top because Leslie's insane. Yeah. But I was like, Anne's good, but she's not that great. She's not deserving of that kind of adulation from I think, Leslie. I think in terms of, like, if we're thinking about, like, dynamics for a show, and if we, like, bring it back to the straight man, Anne's obviously the straight man mm-hmm. of the story. She's educated. She's a goddamn nurse. She sees shit all the time. But there's something redeeming about Leslie that she's able to Mm -hmm. put up with her shit, right? So... Leslie's insane. Yes. And I think think you need Anne as that foil to this whole cast of insanos. Like, (laughs) the the episode where Ben and Anne are, like, trying to combine their anniversary (laughs) with Leslie to, like, like, have, like, a breakfast anniversary or whatever, because, like, there's Waffle Day, but there's... Yes. Like, I was just, like... Person. She is. I love Galentine's Day, though. Yeah. I love the <laughs> ease she has to put together a binder for any situation. She's like, oh, you did? Yes, I did it overnight. Yeah. Like, she's just so Or, like, in, the, in, the, in season energy. seven, when she's trying to help April, like, figure out what to do with her life, and yeah. she's like, I made a binder for her. Here's your, like, five-year plan in government. Yeah. And then April's like, uh, and then April tells her later that she, like, doesn't want to be in government anymore, and... and Less is like, here's a binder. She's like, when did you? Yeah. Like, it's just, it's, it's a good joke. That was a good joke. It's a good joke, and I love, I love Leslie's dedication and care, like, legitimate care for anyone. And, like, the people who she holds so dear to her. To the detriment like, of her care for herself. Yes. Because she's 100% a doormat. She, and yeah. allows herself to be. Yeah. As long as she's able to take care of other people. Mm-hmm. 
and like doesn't. But that's why she's in government, right? But like, a, but she, she didn't know. But she doesn't feel like even like in her personal life, she she doesn't feel like she deserves that like, you know, care and attention from other people. Yeah. And so like that to me, I'm sort of like like I get it. I understand that. Then it works in the dynamic of a show mm-hmm. because it's funny. But not for real people. But for real people, it's no. not funny. No. Right. Whereas like. You know, the shit that, like, like everybody knows somebody like Tom, who's, like, you know what I mean? Who's got, yes. like, that, I, who's that personality. Maybe he doesn't have, like, the drive to, like, start a business and whatever, but is that guy who's going to get rich and he's going to do this yeah. and he's going to do, like, they know that guy. Also known as Avery. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I'm never going to see Avery now, so <laughs> you might as well. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so, like, I liked it and it was enjoyable, but I was just sort of, and I also felt like when, um... When Anne and Chris left, mm-hmm. it lost something. It did. Um, That's why it should have stopped in season six. I think so too. Just been done with it yeah. and had yeah, because it was the 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 seven felt to me a lot like like Arrested Development season four. After where they like tried to change and they kind of changed the dynamic and sort of how the show was sort of run. Mm-hmm. And it Which felt, one was that? That, that was that was one where they did like it was like the thirteen episodes or whatever, and it was the Netflix season, like the first yeah, Netflix. The one first, where they, ne- okay, yeah, that was bad. Where they like had an episode per character, kind of, mm-hmm. which made sense, but it didn't work very well. Mm-mm. I felt like season seven had that. It didn't have that same feeling, but it had that same like effect. I think because they're trying to establish like what's the future of each of the characters. Yeah, and for some of them, I was just like, it's too much. Yeah. Like not. And I think this is what Parks and Rec tries to do. Not every person is special. No. And sure, it's great to show, like, the special side of those people, Mm -hmm. but not every person matters. No. Well, and at the end of the day, like, the way that The Office ended, and we could could argue for hours about whether it should have ended, like, in season seven or whatever, Mm -hmm. but the way that it ended, you know? Yeah. Dwight, like, moved up and was the manager. Yeah. And Jim and Pam moved on, and Kevin was still doing his thing. Like, it was... And that's it. it yeah. Which is fine. And it was fine to have that have that closure for some of them. There didn't need to be, like, here's this cool thing that they're doing, and here's this thing that they're doing, and, like, mm-hmm. here's Donna, you know, giving all this money to this foundation. Like, it's not that. It's yeah. just people just kind of doing their thing. Because mm-hmm. as soon as they all, like, left the Parks Department, I was like, why is this still happening? Yeah, like, for sure. It's kind of a strange thing. But anyway. I agree. But I finally saw it. There's a blooper reel of Chris You finally Pratt. saw it? Bloopers. You finally <laughs> well, saw I, it, Megan? Well, I've seen the blooper reel. Okay. Like, a million times. But I finally, like, saw those scenes in context. And I was just like, oh, Jesus. So there's the one that I that I love. Um, which I didn't know what he was doing. But he had, like, gone behind in, like, the town records office to go get Leslie's birth certificate. And then yeah. in this blooper, he, like, tossed yeah, the briefcase back and shatters the light switch and whatever and then like makes up this little song uh-huh. uh, and it was really funny and then there's also one where they're talking about like her comeback uh-huh. and, he, and then he mentions about Kim Kardashian and it's like, all on the tape she gets to come on her back and it's just like the funniest thing I love and I didn't know that I didn't know what the context was yeah. and then when I saw it I, as soon as like I, as soon as the scene opened and there's like Anne and Leslie Smith I was like oh this is it now I know what it's all about oh here it goes yeah I love the one where he's talking to the doctor he's like sometimes it's like wiping a marker and you see freaking Aubrey Plaza just be like, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> She's just like, no. Yeah. She turns her head and the camera focuses on Brett. And even he's like, I've got nowhere to go with this. <laughs> like, oh, it's so Well, there's a, there's a joke. I read something about how, like, how funny he is and how quick on his feet he is. I read something about um, 
about that and about how like there was a scene where he was like diagnosing computer problems or whatever. Everyone had the flu. Yeah, everyone yeah. had the flu, and he was, yeah. and he was like so he was diagnosing or whatever, and he was just like something about network connectivity computer issues, problems. and that was like just like off the cuff, yeah. not in the script, and everyone would, like laughed, and they're like, "Fuck you, dude!" Like, of course you did that. Yeah. But I will he's, say, he's even so after good. watching seven seasons of Parks and Rec, still at the bottom of the list. Sorry, Chris. Oh, a hundred percent, a hundred percent, still at the bottom. He's of the so list. dumb. He's very show. dumb. He's just an idiot. He's very dumb. And it's, I I was rewatched we oh fuck, rewatching, in April. I don't know how far ahead I got, but he can't figure out that April likes him. I'm just oh my like, god! He's and so they dumb. drag it on. I'm just like, come on, dude. Yeah, like how is that even possible? Yeah. Oops, sorry. <laughs> oh Jesus. My bad. Um. Yeah. Like I. Yeah. I don't know how that was impossible. Um. He absolutely should have figured that out because it's like and that, that's the thing and that was one of the things that was maybe even a little bit unbelievable was like he had been in a relationship like it's not like he, yeah. you know what i mean he wasn't like a lost little puppy i mean well, he kind of was but he, it's not like he'd never you know yeah had like someone return his affection mm-hmm. so like anyway yeah it's ridiculous um but yeah it was good i it was it was enjoyable i would take like a supercut of ron just being ron Absolutely. All of the time. He's he's, so great. He's incredible. I love, this is us just talking about our favorite parts of Parks and Rec, I guess, but I love when he has the tour, the tour comes through the the government building, (laughs) and he teaches that girl that government Mm -hmm. is useless. (laughs) He's so proud. And then her mom comes storming in, and she's so pissed off. And she's like, good girl. (laughs) She's learned it. Oh, he's the best. Oh, he's very funny. Yeah, and I like when he, I, I enjoy his, like, stance against, gov- you know, like, getting involved with what, the government and and, sort yeah. of, and the government being involved in your lives and regulations until the, like, the drone shows up with his son's name on the parcel. Yeah. And he's just, he, like, he's shot it down in his heart. And he's just, like, standing in the pouring rain, just so angry. Yeah. Oh, and he's wow. got, like, buried gold. Well, at the, <laughs> and at the end, when he says to, because, um, uh, April and Andy are leaving, and they're, yeah. you know, for, like, permanently. Yeah. Um, and she had a key to his house or whatever, and he was, like, and he was, like, I'd like my key back, and she's, like, okay, so she, and she can't find it, can't find it, and then she would, like, put it underneath, buried it under this tree, and then he's, like, I knew, he's something about how he, like, he knew that he could trust her or whatever, or she yeah. had good instincts, because I buried some of my gold under that tree, and he's, like, or maybe I moved it, or maybe I didn't, <laughs> and he's, like, it's so funny. Like, he's ridiculous. He's so ridiculous. So that was a better part of my summer than watching, um, or than teaching summer school for sure. Oh, for it's sure. Much more entertaining. It's a, it's a good, it's a good show. And now I'm rewatching Thirty Rock, and I forgot how annoying, how annoying Tracy Morgan is. Like, oh God, I know. The, I, I mean, I get it. Like it's, but oh, I forgot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because that first episode that he's not in, I was like in the pilot episode. I was like, all oh, right. And then he's there. He's like, God damn it. Yeah. It, it makes it difficult to yeah. watch sometimes. Um, anything else? Um, not really. I read some books and shit, but who cares? Okay. <laughs> I see. Um, I don't have anything. Do you have questions? I do have questions. There's a couple from Mike. Um, or do we not, do we want to do my reconnect? Oh yeah, questions? let's do those. Yeah, yeah. Because we've been apart. For so long. Then we're going to be apart again. We're going to be apart again. Um, just some questions for us to, to get reconnected. Um, 
and they they might be a little bit more serious than we're used to so I'm gonna start it out with what would be the coolest animal to scale up to the size of a horse the coolest animal to scale up to the size yes. of a horse um ooh, that's a good question a miniature horse <laughs> Like, a horse-sized dog would be fucking terrifying. True. What right? if it's a big animal that you're sizing down to a horse? So let's open it up. Okay. That's you're a... sizing something to an approximate horse size. Like a giraffe. Because then it's just basically a baby giraffe. And then you could just, like, legit ride it, maybe. No, because it's no. a baby giraffe. <laughs> um, <laughs> I fucking can't walk. Yeah. I don't I know why I did the zoo. this. I, I, was, I liked the giraffes at the zoo very much. I went mm-hmm. to the Calgary Zoo. Love elephants. I would love because I'm just like fascinated by how it would work. If you could size up a koala to a horse, <laughs> damn. I think it'd be a little bit scary. <laughs> well, they're no, because they fucking sleep all day. That's true. What are they gonna do? We need to get some bigger eucalyptus plants, though. To Imagine if you scaled up a sloth to the size of a horse. Oh god! Like sloths are bad enough. Why? Because they're scary. They're with their dopey. Oh, I hate them. I hate. Oh, I hate them. This so is so unexpected. No, so, that I can't. And like, if if I see like every once in a while on Twitter, someone like retweet something with like a gif with a sloth in it, or like what's her name, Veronica Mars. What's her name? Oh, Kristen Bell. Kristen Bell. Yeah. She's the one who loves sloths like so much. I yeah. can't. When I even when I see the gif of her like reacting to a sloth, I'm just, I did have to remind. I can't. I can't handle them. I don't. I also. I like. I like. <laughs> I like the shape of them, but they're, I don't like things with long claws. Oh, that's what I really don't like about them. Oh, and I don't care if they move this slow. Don't fucking look at me with those claws. (laughs) Yeah. But koalas don't have any of that. Fair enough. Ready for question number two? Yeah. If life were a video game, what would some of the cheat codes be? Oh, that's a good question. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Um, ugh. I wish there was a cheat code so you didn't have to sleep. You could just, like, spend, like, an hour in a machine and be done with it. See, my husband and I have talked about this a lot, and he thinks that the best potential, like, superpower isn't, like, super speed or teleportation or whatever, but the ability to, like, go, like, and... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or something like that. It doesn't have to be a poop noise. <laughs> but, but in that, you feel afterwards, you feel like you've gotten eight hours of sleep. Oh, God, your so nails good. are trimmed. You're shaved where you want to be shaved. Oh, yeah. And your hair is cut and styled. Oh, that sounds like Isn't the that great? goddamn dream. I know. Oh, man. So if there could be a cheat code for that, that would be great. Would also love a cheat code if it's just like, if you're playing on PlayStation, I feel like it would be square, 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 and it turns you into a white man. (laughs) 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 And then obviously the game gets easier. (laughs) 
just zero obstacles in front of you. Zero obstacles. Yeah. Oh, all of a sudden you need to be able to jump this this gorge. Okay, cool. Your legs are super long. Go. Or no, yeah. or the gorge turns into a sidewalk crack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. That's that's pretty great. Um I have more. I would love to hear more. Uh for your or in your perspective. Okay. What bard body part do you wish you could detach and why? Oh my god. There's a baseball game on, I'm sorry. Okay. There's a lot of noise happening. Uh wow, oh, that's a good question. Mm-hmm. Body part do you wish you could detach? Like permanently? Or just like That's all the question says. Uh, sometimes it'd be really nice if I didn't have to deal with boobs. Oh, for sure. Like I bought a, I bought a, a an a Iron Judge T-shirt at the Yankee store, mm-hmm. and it's I like it, but it's a man's T-shirt, mm-hmm. and so the way that it's cut, I'm just like, God damn it, because it puts everything yeah. on the boobs. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not. It's not great. And just sometimes, like it's just they're just a pain in the ass. They just sometimes. get in the way. They really do. Ugh. How about that? But then sometimes. Very useful. <laughs> In order to say, to get what you want. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. I was, that's 100% what I was going to say. But I was like, I don't really need to go there. But it's true. Very useful. Sometimes I would, because I'm a short person, I'm not sure you could tell by the sound of my voice, but I'm a short person. If I could detach my arm, but like still be able to use my fingers. Yeah. Just to fucking grab something that is two inches beyond my goddamn reach. So like your hand then becomes a grabber? Yes. So, well, never mind. I'm gonna say you can get those. <laughs> like, I don't but I don't, I don't. I want it to be my own. <laughs> I want to so, be able so, to feel it. So what you say is, so you take it. your left arm off with your right hand, and then you can like grab the thing. Or would you have to take your right arm off with your left hand? Oh so that- God! See, I was thinking it's my left. No, I was thinking it's my right that comes off. Yeah. Because, okay. like, my right's my dominant hand. But then how do you, like, wield that extra arm with your non-dominant hand? See, this is what I didn't think about. Because <laughs> oh, if I use my left hand left? for anything, it's fucked up. <laughs> like, there's no... So if you're using your left it. hand to, like, fish your right arm around, like, it's going the way, up is down, right is left. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. But it would, like, be nice to, yeah, like, I, I clean your back or, like, scratch something you can't reach or... Okay, so I'm going to tell you a secret. <laughs> <laughs> you Is can it? get back scratchers <laughs> and you can get, like, like, um, like, puffs or whatever for the shower on sticks so that you can, like, clean your back. But then I wouldn't have to buy anything. <laughs> <laughs> it's convenience. <laughs> To have an arm that detaches. Yeah, you can, you can, I was going to say you could also like put sunscreen on that way, but you guaranteed would miss some of it. Like, yeah, you'd have, you'd have a big that swath. Sure. Like. I still fucked that. Well, if, it's, <laughs> if I'm using my left hand, come on. <laughs> oh, oh <man>. Jesus. <laughs> I feel like whoever wrote these questions was not expecting these. Oh, absolutely not. Okay, well, let's do like two more or three it's more? two more? Okay. Um, We're at 55 minutes. Do like three more. Okay, here's an interesting one. Okay. Is cereal soup? I mean, technically, yes. I think. Unless you're unless you're a monster who doesn't put milk in your cereal, then no. 
I'm sorry to inform you that I do love dry cereal. I think Avery also agrees Avery, with like, me doesn't on this. put milk in his cereal ever. I don't mind dry cereal, but, like... Is it fun snack? Yeah, fun but... Snack. <laughs> that fun. Dry cereal. That's like, the most non-fun thing about it. It's like playing dry cereal. <laughs> it's fun. I press, I press the square so square and I turn it into a white man. It's my idea of a snazzy breakfast. <laughs> But like, no, I'm just imagining you opening up. <laughs> oh god, we should only do this podcast fucking once a month. I, I'm just imagining you like opening up a cupboard, just full of all of the cereals, <laughs> and there's like you know there's like Lucky Charms and Corn Pops and like good like Captain Crunch, yeah, Reese Peanut Butter Puffs, which is the best cereal ever made, by the way. Sure. So, and you need milk for that one, of course, because then it makes yeah. Is, oh, I'm think, still thinking about the soup thing. But then imagine, <laughs> imagine you like going in. There's all these like fun cereals, and you like pull down the box of like shreddies. But you're like, yes. <laughs> Whereas, like, to be fair, gonna shreddies... get my soy milk and make this a real <laughs> afternoon. And shreddies are the best part of like bits and bites because they hold the most flavor. But they're not the best part of cereal. <laughs> no. So. God no. <laughs> Um, like if it's shredded wheat. So, okay, but if, if, yeah, I, oh, like, oh, like, or like, like Wheaties or like Weetabix, like my grandma and grandpa used to have Weetabix. Oh, so gross. So gross. There was this one cereal I had when I was a kid, my, my, <laughs> my mean grandma always used to buy it, but it was weird because it was an unexpectedly non-mean thing. Um, but I never knew where it came from, and I never knew, one of these things, like, living in Estevan, Saskatchewan, where I'm from, we had these experiences where I'm talking to my husband, he's like, we didn't have that here, like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. It was a cereal that was little cookies. Yeah. And it was a white box. Yeah, okay. And it was, like, a little, the mascot mm-hmm. was, like, like, a little baker man. Was it, like, Cookie Crisp? Wasn't Cookie Crisp. Oh. Because it wasn't like, can't get enough. Oh no, that's Sugar Crisp. But I don't think it was Cookie Crisp. I'm going to Google Cookie Crisp right now. So while you're thinking about Cookie Crisp... I don't know where I was going with this. No, it wasn't Cookie Crisp. That's not the box. But I feel like it was from the the States. But that, man, I could fuck with that cereal. It was great. So my... When I was a kid, my favorite cereal was... Honey Nut Cheerios. Yes, love And I'm still quite a fan of them, to be perfectly honest. That They're hasn't great. gone anywhere. Um, I really also liked Rice Krispies. Just plain old Rice Krispies with some, like... Did you add sugar? Barely ripe banana sliced in. What? Um, the best. Or raspberries sometimes. Put raspberries in the cereal. No, I never put sugar in there. Wait, was it Cookie Crisp? I'm just trying to I think it's Cookie box. Crisp. Shit, I think it's Cookie Crisp. Because that's the 90s box. Yeah, yeah. I think it might be it. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah, it's cookies. But, like, husband had never heard of that. We also, I don't, what question are we answering? We're answering, is cereal soup? Okay, well, here's, here's a tangent. Um, when I was a kid, on TV, we would watch the show Pingu. Okay. Have you ever heard of Pingu? I've heard of Pingu. And I can't find another kid my age who watched Pingu, like, as a kid, but didn't, like, learn of it after the fact through all the like fucking crazy gifts and stuff and i'm starting to think that living in estevan was like living in an alternate alternate dimension so here's an answer on cora about 
About is cereal soup? Yes, there's actually an answer. Okay. And, like, some discu- and there's one on like Stack Exchange. And I'm stuff. sure it's a thoughtful discussion. So, according to Wikipedia, soup is a primarily liquid food, generally served warm or hot, but can be cool or cold. Like gazpacho. It's gazpacho yeah. and, and uh, vichyssoise and borscht is, borscht you know, sometimes cold, yeah. typically served cold and things like that. That is made by combining ingredients, such as meat and vegetables, with stock, juice, water, or another liquid. So, so oatmeal, if you put, would be more soupy or whatever than, like, dry cereal, because you're... If you combining, if, if you're adding the milk to the cereal as like a vehicle for eating it, it's yeah. not a you're not like you're not sitting your cereal in the milk to like fundamentally change right the cereal. But if you add, say, chopped banana, are you now technically mixing ingredients? No, because you're still they're not you're not cooking them and you're not you know what I mean like you're not right you know what I, like it's not like you're a gazpacho not where you're not fundamentally changing the state of the thing no you have sliced bananas or raspberries or whatever you have or blueberries okay. and cereal and milk okay so here's my question okay. when i was a kid when i got from my nice grandma hard <laughs> vanilla ice cream and of course i'd put sprinkles on that mm-hmm. and then what i would do because i was a genius is I would stir the shit out of that mm-hmm. until it became liquid. Mm-hmm. Did I make soup? I'd say you were closer to soup with that than you are with cereal. Interesting. Because you would call it ice cream soup. Yes. Right? But you don't call cereal shredded wheat soup? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's just cereal. Even the name is gross. Blech. Yeah, it's gross. Um, um, so remember when I said, hey, let's do three more questions? It's 55 minutes? That was six minutes. Of course it Cereal. Is. All right, let's do more. That was six minutes with cereal? <laughs> yes. Shit. Two more. Let's go. I'm ready. What mythical creature would improve the world most if it existed? <sighs> mythical creature. Mm-hmm. Steve Trevor. Chris Pine exists. Why would you go with Wonder Woman? Because because I was gonna. She doesn't. Make, I, here's my here's my thought. I was gonna say a perfect man, but then I was like, that's impossible. So I picked one that's like close. Oh <laughs> Steve my Trevor. God. Shit, I was gonna say like fucking unicorns or something. <laughs> but I guess you did. <laughs> you missed this, didn't you? Oh God. Yes. <laughs> Okay. Well, what would you, what would you say? Mm. I feel like I'm taking all the thunder away from your answers by just like. No, this is wonderful. You always keep secret questions from me. So. I do. I have two really great secret questions. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> from Mike or from Mike? No, of course. <laughs> um. Okay. One more. No. What's your answer? Oh. Mythical creature. Oh. Uh... I like the idea of, from the Harry Potter universe, there's this animal called the Niffler, and what it does is it seeks out shiny things. Okay. So it's, like, constantly, like, finding money and jewels and blah, 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 Mm. blah, blah. And I think that would make life just a little bit easier. I think, sure, yeah. So I'm going to go with Niffler. Sounds good. Okay. One One more. more question? One more. 
Oh god, scanning, scanning, scanning. Scanning. Fuck. Which fictional character is amazing in their book, show, or movie, but would be insufferable if you had to deal with them in mundane, everyday situations and you're not allowed to say Leslie Nope? Okay. Ooh, that's a really good question. Um, do you have a thought for that? Well, a hundred percent, Pen Cage. Yeah, yeah, from the that's Greg true. Isle series, because he's the worst. He is the worst. Is there a Kleenex box around here? Uh, not this close. Damn no. it. Um. He's awful. He is terrible. That's true. That's a very good. But probably like Dumbledore, because he constantly fucks shit up. Yeah. Okay. So if this is like book, movie, or show, show, fuck. Um. Like Claire Fraser is insufferable. She really is. She really is. She constantly gets herself into trouble. Um. I'm gonna say it's unfortunate that all the books that are down here are nonfiction. Are they are? You're like looking for inspiration. unhelpful friend. This exactly Victory in World War Two. Um, Hitler. Like <laughs> he's a character in some of those books over there. Um. Oh shit! I don't. That's a really great question. Um. Oh well, Steve Rogers. Oh. For sure. Yeah, he's kind he's of... so sanctimonious. Yeah, he is. And his moral code is absolutely unbreakable. Yes, it's true. Um, I'm just trying to think. Is there anything that I've read recently, even, that would, like, make me think of that? Because, yeah, that's good. You're right, Leslie Nope, 100%. Um, Jim Halpert. Jim, yes. He would be insufferable in real life, for sure, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Oh, <laughs> shit. I think I'm gonna go with Holden Caulfield. I haven't read that book. It's a really good book. Um, but how can you read a book about someone who's fucking insufferable? He broke a bone in his wrist. And he's I know. Playing. I saw the thing. Oh man, Aaron Judge is on my TV right now, and I just want to pause it forever. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's so tall. He's giant. Oh, <laughs> uh, anyway. Um, no, Holden Caulfield is, he, he's not insufferable. That's the whole point is he had a mental breakdown, right? Like that's, oh. that's the whole point. And there's some shit that happened to him that led to that. Mm-hmm. Um, really he just needs a hug. But if you knew him in real life, you'd be like, dude, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Cause he just. Spouts? Yeah. He's just that guy mm-hmm. who just talks and talks and talks. So he's David Staples. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Jim Matheson perhaps. Um, okay. What were you just laughing at? Well, I wrote, I'm trying to keep track of what we talk about, oh, okay. and I fucked it up, and I said, is soup a cereal? Because <laughs> I was so fucking jet-lagged. Oh, my God. Perfect. Okay. Okay, I you had a question questions? from Larissa okay. and Brittany. Okay. This one really screwed me up. And Larissa, I'm sorry, but I'm ignoring the ones that are helpful questions and just going right to the silly one. <laughs> she says, please explain how weather works using only cooking terms. <laughs> what? 
I don't. I don't like your friends. <laughs> oh. So here's what I'm thinking. Because I watched. One Sorry, Larissa, I do like you very much. I apologize. That was rude of me. <laughs> because I watched one of my favorite movies of all time on an airplane, Twister. Okay. I'm thinking that. If you're trying to explain a tornado, you would say something like, you know sometimes when you <laughs> cook spaghetti a bit too long and it gets really mushy mm-hmm. and you just <laughs> spin it a lot in the pot? Because you're like, yeah. check and see if it's done. Yeah. Well, that's like a tornado, but it's got <laughs> so hard. What's wrong with her? Um, I was, or like a tornado, you could also say like, you know, when you were a kid and you would like turn a pop bottle upside down yes. and spit it around to see if you But could... that's not a cooking term. So? It had to be cooking that's term. That's ridiculous, Larissa. I don't understand why, why, why is this a question that I have to answer? I don't get it. <laughs> um, I, I don't even know how weather works normally. <laughs> Like, I understand the effects of weather, but I don't really get, like, how it works. You know? Like, I I understand. Like, I don't... You didn't grow up here, so you probably don't know, but, like, when I was a kid, Bill Matheson um, used to do the weather on uh, ITV, which is now... I remember ITV chained into Global. That was in, like, 99, 2000 when I And he had this, like, weather map. Because you know how, how now it's all, like, whatever, green, green screen, screen shit. Yeah. No, he had, like, a weather map that he drew all this shit on. And oh, cool. He would talk about the Idaho high and all this kind of stuff. And, like, he had this, you can look him up. There's, like, YouTube videos of him. He was great. Oh. Um, and he had this big, long pointer and, and whatever. And, and he was just, like, he how was a weather map. did he accidentally make penises? Uh, I don't, I don't know. I was a child, so <laughs> I don't remember. Um, <laughs> but it's been a long you time. You don't remember? Or you didn't notice? <laughs> Didn't notice, probably. Um, So, but he used to, and I mean, he would explain it in ways that you would sort of kind of get a little bit. Oh, he was like on a, he was on the first smart board ever, essentially. But it wasn't really a smart board. No, it's just a whiteboard that had a blue map on it. Yeah, he would just write on it. And he was great, like, he was wonderful. Um, But it was just, but even then, like, he would try to explain things and, and sort of explain what was happening. He talked about high-pressure systems and low-pressure systems, and mm-hmm. what, and so you kind of get it. Like, I understand, like, how tornadoes form and, like, what yeah. the conditions have to be, but I don't really understand, like, weather systems and weather patterns, I guess mm-hmm. is maybe what I'm saying. So I, how the fuck can I explain weather in cooking terms when <sighs> I can't true. even, when I can't even explain it in, like, layman's terms? I don't understand. I feel like that's the most... Logical dodge of a question we've ever had on this podcast. <laughs> just, yeah, just like a, that's like a straight up triple murder. Just like, I don't want to deal with this one. We are done. <laughs> oh, All right, what's the problem? So you got one for your sister? Um, yeah, she had a few. Okay. Uh, she says, firstly, just to be mean, why do you guys suck so much at correctly rating the Chris's? Uh, Brittany, you're wrong. No, they don't. Here's why. Which I would, I, it depends on who she thinks is at the top. If she thinks Chris Pratt is at the top, we're going to have words. I'm pretty... Because she was on the podcast. She said that. I'm pretty sure. So, here's the thing. I think that if she puts... If she puts Chris Pratt at the top, then I think she's incorrect. And here, But I think that if dudes put Chris Pratt at the top, it's because they see... He's, Themselves. like, the most everyman of the four. Yes. 
But and especially when you look at his like beginning acting career yes. and as Andy wearing those like dumb short sleeve dress shirt, like you know, like he just he was and and like then like sneakers, like he a was, schlub yes. to a star. Yes, and yes. so they see themselves in that. But if she's saying that any one of the other three at the top of the list is wrong, I'm gonna come to your house when I'm at Spendrit, and we're gonna have some words. <laughs> Pretty sure that's what she said. I asked her. We'll see what she okay. says. Also. The the one good thing about how fucking stupid time is, <laughs> is that it was, fuck, Brittany, it was June 30th early for me from Sydney, or fuck, <laughs> July 30th. So, on, because last night, right, the um, Digital Infinity War was released? Yeah. I got that shit on the plane yesterday. Nice. Got to rewatch it. Nice. Um, she says Pratt, Hems, Pine, Evans. Um, well, See, Brett. Pine, Pine is the thinking woman's number one. For sure. Sorry, Brady, that's a really mean insult. I'm so sorry. I love you. You're my <laughs> sister. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, that's funny. Oh, and then secondly, she says recast the Avengers with the opposite sex. Ooh. So this is what I'm going to write down. Yeah, okay. Um, Kate Blanchett as Thor. Oh, fuck, yes! Okay, but while we're thinking about this, I went and saw Ocean's 8 um, on Sunday. Yeah. Um, so remember when we saw Thor and yes. Kate Blanchett and her, like, whatever. Stilettos all like, over my face. Just, yeah. Yes. Again in this movie. Oh, 100%. Holy She's fuck. so great. Oh my god. And even Sandra. Holy shit. There's like a oh. Have you seen it? Yes. So that scene with the two of them, like in that diner or whatever? Sharing the food? Holy shit. It's like, oh my god. Right? I don't understand why that wasn't a thing. Because it should have been like an absolute, like, clear cut thing. The trailer should have just been two minutes of them feeding each other. Fuck yes. I would have I would have watched a whole movie of that. Yeah. God damn. I, my, I saw it. Who did I see it with? Oh, God. My memory's so terrible. I'm sorry if I saw it with you, and I don't remember. But I saw it before I left, and I really liked it. And then my husband saw it on... This is the insane thing about New Zealand. Their ferry system has a movie theater inside of it. Nice. And there were two movies playing, Jurassic World 2 and Oceans. Okay. <laughs> We had a rough morning and we were not speaking at this moment so he paid the 10 bucks and he went to watch a movie oh i see <laughs> and i stayed upstairs and used wi-fi on the boat to video chat with larissa which was amazing he hated ocean state and there's a lot of reasons for that mm -hmm. i'm told um firstly my husband gets in insanely motion sick so the theater was at the very bottom of the boat, which is, like, the worst place to be because yeah. you feel everything. Yeah. And he was feeling sick because he's, like, watching the screen and his body's moving left <laughs> to right and the screen is not moving. And he also said some insane things that I will not repeat here. Um, <laughs> oh, okay. My response was, I don't care. It wasn't made for you. <laughs> <laughs> I said that to someone about Magic Mike, too. I was like, yeah, don't care what you think. Yeah. It was 100% not made with you in mind. So, on that, back to recasting the Avengers. Yeah, so, Kate Blanchett is Thor. Yes. Can you imagine her in the Infinity War? Just, like, that entrance into the battle? Oh, my God. 
be so great. With, oh, fuck. <sighs> Who would be... This is so I feel like you, I feel hard. Like I'm gonna make, I feel like this one might, might make you laugh. Okay. Because I know you're not a particular fan of, of this Hawkeye? adventure. Yeah. That's who I'm trying to think of right now. Who do I hate? Kate McKinnon. I really like Kate I McKinnon, like her, though. too, but she would She'd be... She'd be a great Tony. Would she... Think she would. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was thinking that a better Tony would be Anna Kendrick, with that like no that deadpan de- and but that like deadpan delivery yes. that she has. She's quite quick. Yeah. Okay. It's Tony. So we've are we just doing like OG peeps here? We can, yeah. Um, so obviously we need a widow. Um, uh, we need a cap. We need a Bruce. And who else do we need? <laughs> Leslie Jones as Bruce. Fuck. <laughs> yes! Because you just... <laughs> Getting angry and turning on the Hulk would be so fucking good. Yeah. Oh, that's so good! <laughs> that would be really funny. Is that all we're missing? I've got Thor, Hawkeye, Tony, Widow, Cap, and Bruce. Um, and do we want a Nick Fury? Oh, sure. Okay. Um. A Cap, huh? A, who's, who's good at being so, so sanctimonious? Reese Witherspoon. Oh, that's good! You're so good at this! I really like her. Like, this is, that is not an indictment of her at all, but she'd be perfect. She'd be so good at that. Um. Nick Fury. Mmm. I'm gonna say Queen Latifah. Yes. Do you like that? Fucking right, let's do it. Like, who has authority where you would be like, yes, ma'am? Yeah, no kidding. And it's Queen Latifah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so Black Widow. It can't be someone already in Avengers. Let's just say that. Okay. Or in like superhero movies. Yeah. So let's just but wipe it clean. So it's got to be somebody who's super hot. Yes. And very charismatic. Well, no, but has that ability to like. Okay, charm and that charm and turn that gotcha, on. Got you. Got you. Got you. Um, but also you would 100% believe that they could crush you with their thoughts. Here's what I'm thinking. But doesn't look like they could. Here's what I'm thinking. Okay. Matthew McConaughey. (laughs) (laughs) I don't buy it at all. Oh my god. I would love to see it. I would pay all of the money. But I don't think I could get behind it. (laughs) Fuck. Oh, Joe Mangello? Because, because here's the, the reason why I like I like it. I think it would be really funny in like a like the in like the scary movie version of the Avengers. I think that would be incredible. Okay. But the problem is, is that <laughs> <laughs> the problem with Matt McConaughey in that particular role would be that like he would just eventually slip into like yes, is that that. Yeah, you know, and it just, it wouldn't work. So, like, you know, at the beginning of the first, is it, yeah, it's the first Avengers, where, like... She's being interrogated. Yeah. Yeah. No. You can't, like, just, if, if you, if you right. can't put him in that scene and expect anything close to those results. Damn it. He'd just be like, ah, fuck it. I 
just had I have one good one. <laughs> okay, we still need to cast Widow then. Or Widower. Well, I mean. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Sure, I guess. <laughs> um, I don't know. Joe Manganiello. I'm just going to roll through the cast. I think that's pretty good. That's exactly that what more, I did. That would be more believable than Matthew McConaughey. Okay, well, I'm putting him in. I don't know how to spell his last name. Because he also looks very good in a suit. So he's got that ability to, like, you know. You would notice him. Oh, just imagine the fucking costumes. Oh, it'd be so good. I know. I know. I want to keep going. Okay, well, let's keep going then. <laughs> How far are we taking this? I don't know. No, we should probably stop. Um, okay. And, yeah, that was it. Okay, are you ready? Yes. I'm probably not ready. No. Okay. Two questions from Mike. An FMK. Are you ready? Yes. So, Taylor Hall leading New Jersey Devils to the Cup. Connor McDavid McDavid demanding a trade. (laughs) And Ron McLean making a Jamie Ben joke on Hockey Night in Canada. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. Can we just have them all forever, please? And oh, thanks? is this a possible, like, triple fuck situation? We've never had one of those where they're all so good. Here's what I'm going to do. Okay. I'm gonna kill the Ron McLean one. Okay. Because what makes it fun is how it's an internet joke. Yes. Did you listen to the Puck Soup live show? Um, From the... Who was the guest? The draft. Um, the guy that plays in Dallas, whatever his name is. Yes, I did. And, and he was just like... But he like... He was like, I don't want to talk about it. It was yeah. so great. That was great. So I'm gonna kill that. Okay. Just because... If you give anything <laughs> to the CBC, it becomes not fun anymore. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, I'm going to marry Taylor Hall forever. Obviously. And fuck Connor McDavid asking for a trade. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Okay. I can work with that. Um, are you ready? Yes. Do you think that Jamie Benton would have refused to go to the White House... During the Bush administration. <laughs> uh, so that's been our uh, summer to midsummer update. <laughs> there are Twitter questions, though. Do you have other questions? There's questions oh, on Twitter. Okay. <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> I wish I'd known there was Twitter questions because I would have saved questions. that one until the end. <laughs> Uh, Drew says, what NHL player would be cutest if scaled down to the size of a cat? Okay, so we're working on the opposite of this horse question. <gasps> um, that's a very good question. Because um, the thing about being scaled down is it needs to be something that's like outrageous and over the top. To okay. see it in a small package. Yeah. Right? That's why, like, we fucking love baby elephants. Yeah. Because they're just running all over your yeah. flap, and they're so cute. Yeah. And they they're can't so use their trunks yet. And exactly. So. And why giraffes can't walk in their yeah. legs, right? So it has to be something that's ridiculous. So, oh, God. <laughs> this is a Tara. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's an amazing choice. 
That's a good one. Let's leave it at that. Okay. Um, Mike again says, imagine the Oilers leadership running a lemonade stand. How many different ways would they fuck it up? So what they would do, I think, is after they've built the lemonade stand, yeah. they decide we can we can make a better lemonade. And they'd stop using the lemons okay. and replace it with radish juice. I think that's the first way they fucking up. Uh, no, no, not radish juice. I think what they would do is they would dissolve lemon candy in water. <laughs> that's what they would do. And then they'd be like, no, that's too expensive. But they, in order to do that, it has to be hot water, right? So, yes, And so then they'd course. serve it, like, warm. They would serve it warm. Yeah, for sure. And they would also pair it with fries and charge you $27 for exactly. it. Perfection. Exactly. Um... And then if you complained and wrote them a letter about it, let's say, they would write one back to you and, you know, say that, that they, they had a plan and they kind of deviated a little bit, but they had a plan. And yes. don't, don't you remember that time that we brought in those lemon candies? Weren't they great? <laughs> but don't worry. We'll have better lemonade next season. <laughs> Are we changing anything? No. <laughs> But we had those lemon candies, don't forget. Oh, the lemon candies. They were delicious. And then you find out afterwards they were cough drops. <sighs> so they were like urinal pucks. <laughs> but they were in the sinks. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, the most knees jokes back to back to back. Holy fuck. Sports adjacent. <laughs> okay. Mike also sent us a screen cap. Of Jim, Jim Matheson's tweet. Yeah. Which I will not attempt to utter. It's just a bunch of M's, isn't it? It's M's and K's and there's an L-I-K in there and a greater than or less less than sign. I don't know the difference between the two. It's something I'm ashamed of, so I'm just going to skip it. <laughs> uh, Ryan says... Have you either of you seen the new Netflix documentary on the Unabomber? I've heard about it, but I haven't watched it yet. I've heard, like, really good things about it. I fucking haven't heard shit about this. What? Is it, like, a, a one-off, or is it episodic? Um, I'm not sure. What's it called? That's a good question. I need to know more things. But I've heard from people at work who were, um, talking about it, that it was pretty good. I just want to do a... No, it's, it's called Unabomber. Manhunt Unabomber. It's a... Is this it? Yeah. Just one? Or is it episodic? No, it's, it's no, it's episodic. Netflix got the rights in November, like last November. There's eight episodes. Oh shit! It originally aired on Discovery. Okay, interesting. But this isn't a documentary. This is like a Sam Worthington's in it. Sam fucking Worthington's in it. I am in. Yeah, he's good. Ah, uh, yeah, he really is. Speaking of, I watched that Terminator movie that he was in. Salvation, Salvation. Yeah. Great. Something that nearly ruined the career of Christian Bale. Yep. Um, do you have any other questions? I think that's it. I'm so sorry to end on an anti climax. I know, I'm... Energy. Oh, it's just like you were hanging out with Jamie Bale. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh, God. Uh, so on that note... I'm um... sorry for doing this to you, everyone. <laughs> On that note, uh, thank you very much for putting up with our bullshit. 
Um, and waiting for And weeks. waiting for four weeks for this, because I know most of you did not listen to our Great Gatsby stuff. There were quite a few. We looked on our SoundCloud. Um, There's like 45 listens so far for the last one. So we're going to post this one first. Correct. And then we'll post our Chapter 4 Gatsby one next. So I might post this one like tomorrow. It doesn't matter anymore. Whatever. And then I'll do the Gatsby one on the weekend, and then we're going to record some more Gatsby ones today. Yes. Before Kelsey goes home. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but thank you so much for listening. We really do appreciate it. We super do. Um, and, like, the fact that you put up with our bullshit is unbelievable. And the fact that we, like, literally made this plan at 2.15 today, like, oh, let's do this. <laughs> let's do it now. <laughs> and we still <laughs> manage an hour and a half of talking. It's just, like... Oh, every week it's a blank schedule, and yeah. look at the art we've created. Um, yeah, it's really funny because when we started, we used to be very careful about, like, okay, we're gonna talk about this, we're gonna talk about this, and we're gonna... We need a structure. Now we just don't give a shit. Maybe that um, means we're just so good. Also, a book you should check out, which I'm not quite done yet, so I can't give it to you today, um, it's called Eleanor Oliphant is Completely Fine, mm-hmm. um, and there's a whole bunch of, like, buzz about it or whatever, and this girl, she's, like, she's very antisocial. Mm-hmm. Like... Love it. Love it. But, like, but like rudely so. Oh, don't love that. Uh, and I don't love it about it, but the book is very interesting. It's quite it's quite interesting. If we're just talking about book recommendations. Yeah. So read that one. I would be curious to know what some of you have to say about that. I read Seventeen Carnations, which is about um, uh, King Edward who abdicated mm-hmm. uh, from the English throne and his association with the Nazis. Mm-hmm. Fuck, that was a good book. Uh-huh. The Netflix, uh, the Crown episode touches on it like super briefly, but that book really opened my eyes to not just what he was a piece of shit about with how he was ab- essentially siding with the Nazis on a lot of things, uh-huh. but just how he's just a piece of shit. Uh-huh. So I recommend that. It's a really, really good read and is really interesting and easy to read for something that's nonfiction, which I still don't struggle sometimes struggle with how dry those are but this one is like whoa good stuff i reread um all the light we cannot see mm-hmm. again. i saw your tweet it's, it's great magnificent book. it's a great book if you haven't read it you should i've given it to like a dozen people yeah i also read the night watch by sarah waters which was quite good um but yeah end of book talk um yeah so we appreciate that you put up with our bullshit because we don't know what we're doing this is episode 60 <laughs> yes which means that sometime in, like, September, maybe early October, oh my god, my, we'll talk. We'll talk. Yeah, episode 69 is gonna be fucking awesome, I'm just gonna <laughs> come right out and say it, because I feel like it'll work that we can record it in Sweden. Holy with shit! With Amanda. Holy shit. Yeah. That's in October? Yes! Yes! <gasps> Ooh, big plans. <laughs> big plans. <laughs> So that's the thing that's gonna happen. Yeah. Uh, you just gotta sit through some more Gatsby talk and uh, regular September bullshit. Love it. Uh, it's gonna be great. Um, so we have a website, garbagefirepodcast.com, and an email address, garbagefirepodcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And you can find us on Instagram at garbagefirepodcast. You can find Kelsey on Twitter at garbagefirepod, and me on Twitter at mig14. And you can find us on Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. Sure can. And thank you for listening. And we'll see you in the dumpster.